0: Welcome to the Soul Gym and we are your Soul Gym sisters. I'm Crystal. And I'm Joe. <laughs> and yes, we are sisters. Hey, happy 2019. Happy New Year. Happy new Year. We're thrilled that you're back with us. Woo-hoo. Kicking off uh, the new season of the Soul Gym sisters. Hey, this week we are going to kick it off with um, toning up flabby thinking and developing mental muscle. muscle. So if your 2018 sucked, uh, you can have a very, very different 2019. You want to know how? Change your thinking. Think. Proverbs
1: 23, 6 and 7 says something like this. Eat not the bread of him who has a hard, grudging, and envious eye, neither desire his dainty foods. For as he thinks in his heart, remember that that phrase, right. for as he thinks Thanks. in his heart, so is he. As one who reckons, he says to you, eat, drink. Yet his heart is not with you, but is grudging the cost. The whole point of this podcast is as we think in our hearts, so are we. Right. See, the scripture shows you can do a lot of good things. You can, you can act a certain way on the outside, but really the focus right Mm -hmm. here in the scripture is as he thinks in his heart, so is he. As you think in your heart, so are you so if you want to change your life it's not about changing your actions it's not about doing different things where we want to focus on first and foremost is changing the inside and
0: that will change the outside right on thinking is is so powerful it is central to everything we do central to who we are uh dr carolyn leaf has a great quote she says thoughts are active they grow and change so think about that whether they're positive or negative as as we think on things they grow and change she goes on to say that thoughts influence every decision every word action and physical reaction we make we got to understand when think about what you're thinking about we think in images so negative thoughts create an inner image of, let's say, failure or danger, sickness, or broken relationships. Um, And we watch, we we play out these images in our head over and over and over again, and it can leave us feeling really awful ab- about our lives. And so scripture in Second Corinthians, what's that, uh, that small... Yes, yeah, small thing. Yes, yeah, small
1: thing. Again, it goes back to how you see yourself, right? Inwardly is how you are. Yep. 2 Corinthians 6, 11, 13 oh, is probably one of my favorite scriptures. It says, "Dear dear Corinthians, I can't tell you how much I long for you to enter this wide open spacious life. Are you living a wide open spacious life or are you living a small Inferior, fear-filled, little life. Yeah. It says, we didn't fence you in. So somebody, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who did? Yeah, it, I love that it says this, we didn't fence you in. It's saying, we're not your problem. The smallness, here's the key, the smallness you feel comes from within you. We didn't fence you in, the smallness you feel comes from within you. You know, it brings to mind how we make excuses why we're failing in life, why we can't get ahead. Yeah. It's someone else's fault. Paul was saying to the Corinthians, we didn't fence you in. We're not the ones making you small, feel small. The smallness, the little things that you're achieving in life are coming from within you. Your lives aren't small. He's saying you don't have to live small, but you are living them in a small way. Mm -hmm. You know, that makes me cringe. I, I look at my life and go, okay, my life isn't small, but am I living in a small way? Am I not right. thinking big enough? Am right. I not dreaming big enough? Am I not going for it enough? Most of us can probably say, yeah, my life is, is small.
0: In some area. Yeah, yep. in some area. Yep. But that's
1: what the podcast's about today. Right. It's about getting us higher, bigger, better. So the scripture here says it's possible. I like how Paul says this wide open spacious life I don't know why that makes me think of when I'm in a field mm-hmm. why not growing up in South growing Dakota. Up, in, huh? up in Dakota where we had lots of fields and we were running all the time in <laughs> fields the freedom yeah that's what it is yeah is freedom Frito. I think that's the feeling that's the experience God wants us to have is we're we're in the middle of a field which is light. And we just take off running, no hindrances, no one's pulling on us, trying to block us and knock us over. We're just free because that's our lives, wide open, spacious. Oh, should I finish, the scripture? Sorry. I'm speaking plainly as I can and with great affection. Open up your lives.
0: Live openly and expansively. And Crystal and I are gonna show you how to do it. Amen, sister. Whoa. So these images we think in really create a a blueprint for our life. These pictures that have developed over decades. Listen, nobody said this was easy. Just like we've talked so many times about working out, it takes diligence. It takes time. And so this, this is, we're trying to overcome decades of negative images, things that, that have been planted in our heads. We're just here to challenge you to start Thinking about them, just going, uh-uh, this is not what what God mm-hmm. thinks of me. And so these pictures have created our identity. And it, it's it's like what we've built. We've built in our head where our lives are right now. I love Stephen Covey, and he talks about the power of imagination, the power of these images. And he says, everything is created twice. Think about it. The chair you're sitting in, somebody had to think about before it was built. Um, The the book we wrote, Uh, we we had to... It was an idea. It was an idea. One idea kicked off Mm -hmm. at a coffee shop here in in Henderson, Nevada. And that, that idea built and built, but everything is created twice. First in the mind, then in the physical. And so th- that is, that's just powerful. Mm-hmm. So we are creating our life by what's going on in our thinking process. We, we want to remind you and, and we're reminding ourselves all the time that there are these two powerful substances uh, in this planet, uh, on this earth right now. God uses faith and faith and the substance created by faith creates Beautiful, this big life Jody's talking about. Faith creates good things in our life. Fear also creates, and fear is faith just in the negative dimension. And it, it will create something negative in our lives. So what are you creating? What are you creating? Flabby thoughts
1: and a flabby life. No boo. Why do we have flabby thoughts and a flabby life? Because, again, what we think about, we become. So what are you thinking about? You know, if you can just get yourself aware of what you're thinking about. I have really taken seriously this new year. I looked back on 2018, wasn't real happy with a few things, was happy about certain things. Mm -hmm. But I want my life rolling. I want me just going full steam ahead in every area of my life because I know that's what God has promised me. So I'm thinking, what is creating weak thinking? Weak thinking is create, created by other weak thoughts. And you know what comes to mind? Where where I'm where I've been weak and God has challenged me is too much T V. <laughs> you know, when you really sit and think about what is being pumped in right. your mind and heart yep. hour by hour, you know, it could make you a little little nauseous. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, and then I have my kids in front of the TV. So God has really challenged me going, cut the TV out because if I truly believe what I preach, that what I behold, what I look right. at, what I listen to, I become, I don't want to become an adulterer. Yeah, I, I don't want to become a thief. I don't want to become crude and mean and disrespectful. Because let's face it, that's most of what you see on TV. So flabby thinking, look at the areas where you've allowed just stupid nonsense in your thinking, or anti-God, yeah. full of fear, full of worry. Is it the books you're reading? Is it the podcast you're listening to? Not this Not one. Not this one. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the radio you're listening to? Yeah. Is it the music you're listening to? First of all, when we train people, Crystal and I at the gym, a lot of times we go, what are you eating? Yeah. You know, what are the foods that are making you flabby? Okay, we need to start cutting those out. What are the foods that make you strong, that make you muscular? Now we've got to add those things in. So if we want mental muscle, right. what are the, the nutrients that your mind needs to think strong to be able to withstand attacks from the devil, right. to be able to think positive thoughts? That's what we are what we need to focus on. What do we need to start looking at and thinking
0: about? Okay, so let's look at flabby thinking. Mm-hmm. There, there are really three areas that we're going to talk about. These images, first of all, with what what we see in our head, what we say in our head, and what has gotten into our heart and is coming out of our mouth. And so if it's negative, if it's making us sad, if it's hurting relationships, uh, we've got some flabby thinking going on. So un- undisciplined thought life. Uh, again, Dr. Carolyn Leaf says an undisciplined mind is filled with a continuous stream of worries fears, and distorted perceptions. That's what happens. And and it triggers degenerative processes in our mind and our body. That's how powerful, undisciplined thinking, negative thinking, it affects our, our mind, it rewires our, our mind and our thinking, and we know what stress does. Mm-hmm. It, it affects our body in, in a multitude of ways. It's, it's very dangerous. And so, these images, what what starts to happen? So somebody's done us dirty, somebody's done us wrong, isn't that what happens? Mm-hmm. Some were offended, somebody cut yeah, us off in somebody yeah, and, and again, we get it. We're not saying it doesn't hurt, yes. and that people have done you yep. dirty. They have done us dirty. But replaying that negative situation. Over and over and over for decades yep. has really done nothing but drag you into the swamp. Yeah, there are certain things that you
1: are going to weigh you down. I really feel like that's what the Bible meant when it says, "Set aside the weights." Yeah, you know, when when yes people have hurt you, yes, yes people have done you wrong, but when you're striving to to move forward, you're striving to fly in yeah. this open life, that stuff's just going to weigh you down, right? Right. Daily, you've got to let offenses and hurts and negative
0: things go. That is uh, absolutely one of the keys to mental muscle. Yep. So look at any area of your life that just isn't quite where you want it, whether it's relationships or your money, you know, debt, uh, how you feel physically. Maybe there are areas that are just on fire in your life. Keep doing that, yeah. you know, or move to the next level of being really great at that. But I bet you every single person listening, every person in the world has something where it's just not quite where it needs to be. Uh, listen, circumstances don't change until our thinking does. We want our circumstances to change. Yeah. But we understand it's we change from the inside, we start God changes us and guess what? It's a, it's amazing. The circumstances begin to change. We cannot think negative and live positive. It doesn't work. And so we've got to grab hold of our undisciplined thinking because it's dangerous. It's affecting us, it's affecting our bodies, it's affecting our, our kids, our relationships. And so it, it's to grab hold of those things and stop replaying negative movies over and over and over again. The next thing is to start to discipline our self-talk. That's, a, that's another area. We've got this imagination, so we, we think in these pictures. Now listen to the dialogue in your head. You know, what, what's going on? Are you saying negative things? Are you beating yourself up? Are you looking at, at yourself in the mirror and, and just, ugh? And those are really dangerous things, but they're, they're created by those images that are already there. And so it's really important to listen to what's going on in your head. We can dwell and ruminate on problems and what happens worry fear nothing good comes of that we think somehow that that's going to make something better <laughs> mm-hmm. somehow noble to worry about things it's not mm-hmm. it's it's the wrong thing to do so we stop rehearsing the fights we stop rehearsing the revenge uh, we, we stop with the negative self-talk it, crystal
1: it, if we could just get negativity out of our life yeah I mean, how that would change your lives. Right. I'm not even talking, you know, anything, no major changes. Just stop complaining. Stop gossiping. Yeah, yep. Stop thinking, you know, about revenge. If you could just do that, right. your life
0: would improve 100%. Yeah. <laughs> uh, again, the, the next thing we're talking about, we're, we're talking about getting rid of the negative images, stop with the negative self talk. And because we've thought and thought and thought about things, they've deposited it into our heart. Yeah. And so a great indicator of what's going on in our lives is what we start talking about, yeah. exactly what you're saying. Uh-huh. If we're talking negative about people, taking shots at people, just just flippant negative uh-huh. remarks, that's an indicator of what's going on inside of our thinking. Uh, it says that out of the abundance of the heart, we cannot help but speak. Mm -hmm. Uh, The the guy you talk about, you know, in the earlier scripture, I wonder where his life ended up going. uh Because we can only fake our front for so long. What is really inside of us will show itself. It it can't help it. So listen to what you're saying. Listen to how you talk to your spouse or uh, what you say at work, uh, the things you say about yourself um, to your kids. Uh, We've got to take a hold of our flabby mouths mm-hmm. and really be careful. If we use words, right, we can move mountains. Yep. We we can, we can change lives. Mm-hmm. A soft word can melt a hardened heart. Um, but the using words wrong, man can mm-hmm. turn your life upside down. Mm-hmm. can burn it to the ground because words are seeds.
1: Words are seeds that you plant in your life and in other people's lives. And as you, say certain things they grow yeah and so if you want uh negative things to stop happening if you want good things to start happening watch what you're planting in the soil of your life and and other
0: people's lives right words really yeah absolutely life and death okay so enough with the flabby thinking it's time to develop mental muscle and again what did we say it, it doesn't come overnight. No. We have planted this stuff into the, our soul for decades. Mm-hmm. And again, not saying everything is, is negative, but pick up, we all know, we all know the area that we need to change. So we don't get in shape overnight. It takes a little time. Getting our thinking in shape is going to take time. We've got to create new images. And that can be tough mm-hmm. because just like, We talk about the person trying to get in shape. They've got an image of themselves as being fat and and undisciplined, whatever it is. Even people who lose weight, Mm -hmm. they can lose a hundred pounds and look at themselves in the mirror and still see themselves as fat. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes what happens, they go back. back. Mm -hmm. They gain all that weight and more oftentimes. So... In order to change these images, it, it really takes a, a deep dive into our soul to unearth some of those negative things that have been said and done so that we can change. It does take some self-discipline. And all that means is doing the things we don't want to do and doing them anyway. Hey, you know what? I, I really do enjoy working out. That wasn't always there. It has come through years and years and years of self-discipline getting up and Mm -hmm. going to the gym i love the quote by john maxwell everything worthwhile is uphill if you want a good marriage if we want to get out of debt write a book start a business whatever it is it's going to take some diligence Mm -hmm. and we we truly believe that this can be accomplished but we work from the inside out. It's not just about, you know, willpower and white knuckling it. We've got to change our identity. You know, when I
1: first heard him say that everything worthwhile is uphill, my reaction is, ugh. <laughs> and, but, but here, here's the interesting thing is when you want to change and you've got the motivation to do it and the energy starts coming and the hope and the faith that, that, what is it? Synergy? Yeah. Whatever that that, the momentum, that fire yeah. that starts burning on the inside of you—it's not dreadful anymore. When when you start getting excited about life, you start understanding why you're—you know—the challenge. You're willing to take on the challenge. Mm-hmm. You're willing to take willing to do what it takes. When you start losing a few pounds and you start going to the gym and you start seeing the changes mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, sure, it still is uphill, but you yeah, like it. Yeah,
0: there's a promise. Yeah, there, you're, there you're, is. You're going after yeah, something. so it's worth the uphill. So disciplining our thoughts, uh, quick reminder for all of us is that we've got to a real enemy in this world. Remember, we are fighting a spiritual battle. Identify the real enemy. When we say it all the time, it might look like your spouse. It might look like your coworker, but it, but it's not. We, we, we need to fight in the spiritual realm. Scripture says, 2
1: Corinthians 10, four through five, the weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. Like Crystal said, we're not fighting our spouse, we're not fighting our coworkers. it's not the politicians. On the contrary, they have divine power, whoops, the weapons of our world, let me read that again, the weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. So what we want you to do is start challenging these thoughts that come against you. When you start feeling bad, when you start feeling worried or anxious or upset, those are thoughts coming against you to to ruin your life. Yeah. The the devil is lying to us, these thoughts come from the devil himself. Uh, to lie to us, to tell us that we're not going to make it, we're not going to overcome, God did not promise this, and what it's there to do is to challenge the Word of God and to
0: challenge what you believe about the Word of God. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. That scripture says that the weapons we're using are not worldly weapons. And so as we think about who's done us dirty, What does the world tell us to do? Hate them. Get revenge on them. Um, be happy at their demise. That's not, the scripture says on the contrary. That's what, that's what Jesus does. On the contrary, he goes against the world system. So the, the people that have hurt us, what does he tell us to do? Love them. Love them. In fact, pray for them. Mm-hmm. That just can curl your toes <laughs> when, you, when you look at it. And here's the thing. It's, it's that whole concept of, of forgiveness, yep. that forgiveness is not about saying, hey, what you did is okay, yeah. everything's cool. Mm-hmm. It, it, it sets you free. It gets you free. And guess what? I know we don't want to hear it, but God loves them too. God loves them too. And so the weapon is love. Pray for your enemies. And and it might not just be the obvious. It might be people in the world. It might be the politicians in the world who oppose your belief system Mm -hmm. where you just are like, ugh. Pray for them. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to be praying for our leaders and our government. And, and it's just a challenge to, to anybody who kind of rubs you the wrong way.
1: Mm-hmm. Pray
0: for them. And what's interesting
1: is when you do start to pray for people, your feelings
0: change. They do. Them.
1: Yeah. You know, if you rehearse again, it goes back <laughs> yeah. to your mind. If you rehearse and sit and watch people on TV that you absolutely can't stand, stop doing that. If, if you've got a beef <laughs> with someone, and you're trying to pray for them and love them. I heard Joyce Meyer the other day say, if you want to stop arguing with people and battling with people, stop battling them in your mind. Yeah. Yeah, we, we love when someone's offended us or we don't like them or, or the politicians on TV. We just sit and look at them and just rehearse and think about it and dwell on what they're saying. And I mean, there's no way we're going to win the battle of love when we sit and battle people in our minds. So when you choose to start to pray for the people who've hurt you, pray for the politicians. I'm not even gonna say it, but God put it on my heart to pray for one of the politicians that I don't especially care for. <clears throat> and what is so interesting is I've seen this person in the last few days, and i am going to like them. <laughs> <laughs> weird. I don't my skin doesn't crawl when I see this person wow. because I see I'm starting. I mean I'm not there yet but i'm starting to see how god sees right and really when you think of eternity you want them in heaven you don't want them dying and going to hell so you start seeing them as a person rather than they they disagree with me they so stop rehearsing it in your mind start praying by faith and you i guarantee your feelings will change right towards them
0: All right, we're going to discipline our thought life. We're going to discipline our self-talk. Enough of the negative. Yes. Stop saying you're fat. Stop saying you're ugly. Stop saying you're a loser. Again, nowhere in the Bible does God say that. In fact, he says you're fearfully and wonderfully made, that you're his workmanship, that you're an heir to every promise that he has. And that he died for us while we were still yet sinners. That's how much he loves you. Instead of the problems, immersing yourself in the problems, you grab onto a scripture and just mull that over. Talk that to yourself over and over and over again. There are thousands of promises. Uh, Grab one that applies to your situation and just eat it up. The last area we're talking about is disciplining your thought life, disciplining that self-talk, and to actually discipline our mouths is to be careful. Faith works by words. And when we speak the scripture and when we speak what God speaks, uh, that puts the law of faith in motion. It's working on your behalf. It is a great spiritual exercise to control your thoughts, Control your self-talk and control the words that are actually coming out of your mouth. We want you to have the best year of your life. Amen. No more thinking small. No more dwelling on the ugly. We want you to think big, big, big. Pray and expect results. That, that's, that was our hope message from a week ago. Be bold. God adores you. He wants you to come to Him, bold, expecting, excited. What's the the greatest scripture on the planet? Ephesians three 320 twenty says, "Now unto Him that is able to
1: do exceedingly abundantly above all that you could ask or think, how according to the power that is at work in, in you." So according to the power, if you don't see the bigness. If you don't see the, the ability, then he can't do those things through you. I love how he said, according to the power that is at work in you. So you gotta get a bigger picture. You gotta get a bigger vision. You gotta start believing the, the possibilities, the the dream life, the promises that God
0: has for you, and you gotta see it on the inside. Right on. So as we conclude, Woo! remember we think in images and they create our ideas identity. Therefore, that's our destiny. That's why it's so important to have a great uh, thought life. If you want to change your life, change your thinking. We can tone up flabby thinking and develop mental muscle when we discipline our thinking, our self-talk, and the words that come out of our mouth. Here's to a powerful, exciting, and big 2019 Thank you so much for listening to Soul Gym Sisters. If you want to dig deeper, go to Amazon. Get our book, Mind Moxie, How to Help You Master What's Mastering You. Hey, check out our new website. It's all fun and funky at mymoxielife.com. We'd appreciate anything you can do to support this ministry. Again, we love and appreciate you. Uh, Check us out next week. See you soon. Bye. Bye.